Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our Monday live stream. What's up, guys? I think this week is going to be a doozy. I think it's going to be a crazy week. So, I mean, it's already Monday, and we've got plenty to cover in this one. So, what's up, what's up? Give it a like, give it a thumbs up, give it a subscription, wherever you're watching from. Uh, apologies for the brief tardiness today. Good news, though, is that you guys know how my laptop just kaput blew up on me a couple of weeks ago, and I was, you know, dealing with it, having to work on an old device. Well, eBay helped. New desktop came in, and that's why I was a little late. I was setting up all my buttons and things before I went here. So we've got a lot to cover today, guys. We're going to go through talking about this F Joe Biden movement, <laughs> this this trend going around the country. It's it's awesome, F Joe Biden. Uh, lots to cover in terms of COVID, the scamdemic. We're also going to touch on this really weird... Uh, <laughs> it was like a cryptocurrency, big fake news rush this morning. A lot of people thinking that Walmart was going to partner with a crypto turned out to be fake news and caught everybody off guard. Plus, uh, UFO articles too. You guys have heard me for the last week or two talk about how I have a hunch that the UFO subject is going to start to take more prominence as we head towards the end of the year. And they're going to use that as, you know, another distraction as they've been doing for the last few years. Well, George Stradamus strikes again. We've got some UFO articles in the mainstream media today, and I don't think it's done. We'll talk about those more towards the end of the video. Speaking of which, uh, I think that Trump Area 51 thing, right? Like Trump Jr. was supposed to ask his dad about Area 51 during the fight night commentary on Saturday. I think that turned out to be a nothing burger. Like it, nothing happen with it it was weird i woke up on sunday and was like looking for any kind of news there might have been but i didn't see anything anyway bummer don't be clickbaiting us trumps don't, don't be clickbaiting us come on now especially when it's pay-per-view let's be real all right let's get into these articles first thing i want to talk to you guys about is a uh basically a false flag warning i put this video out on my channels earlier today and I discussed how I'm getting a feeling, and I'm sure a lot of you guys can agree with this, I'm getting this feeling that they, the deep state, the cabal, they want to pull something soon. And what we're seeing in the media just seems like they're laying a narrative for it. You know, we're, we're seeing them warn about this Justice for J6 event and domestic extremists over and over and over. They're calling election fraud questioners and vaccine questioners and QAnon supporters. Everybody's a domestic extremist, right? Everybody these days. So yeah, I'm, I'm getting the feels. And this sort of confirms it. Check this out. Today, we had an incident in Washington, D.C. Capitol Police officers arrest a man with machete and like multiple knives in his car. He had a bunch of, bunch of sharp objects. They arrested him near the Democratic National Committee headquarters. They're calling him a white supremacist. Oh, they're saying he bore a swastika and other white supremacist symbols all over his truck. That's what the mainstream media is saying, right? Well, let's take a look. Here's her, here's pictures of his truck. Thank God for the Epic Times. They're like the only outlet I could find that actually posted photos of his truck. Let's take a look at it. Does that look like a swastika to you? Haha. <laughs> No, damn it. That's a pentagram. Upside down pentagram at that, meaning uh, satanic. I don't I don't see really anything white supremacist. 
Oh, there's the Confederacy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Looks faked to me, if you ask me. So, yeah. And you heard how George W. Bush was putting out that messaging over the weekend, likening Trump supporters to Al-Qaeda and warning about domestic extremists being the real threat these days, just all over the place, all over the place. So I wouldn't doubt if within the next couple of weeks they might try to pull something. So be wary for that. If you're going to go to any rallies this weekend, be careful. Uh, Stay safe. Don't do anything stupid. And make sure you're not around anybody doing anything stupid. All right, let's move on now to Talking Joe. Talking crazy, creepy, senile Joe. Don't you love this? He, he made a stop in Pennsylvania over the weekend, and he got trolled, and he doesn't even look like he knows he's getting trolled. This, when I first saw this photograph, I had to, I had to run it through a reverse image search. It didn't look legitimate. <laughs> it looked kind of Photoshop. But then I saw another angle of the same event, and yes, these are, these are kids in MAGA wear, Trump wear. <laughs> Taking a picture with Joe. He looks like he had no idea. He probably got bum-rushed by these kids. He's thinking, oh, kids, I don't care what they're wearing. Mm." And creepy-ass mofo putting his arm around one of them. And one more thing about this photo. I don't know if you guys noticed this. You see that in the upper upper left corner there? Isn't that that interesting? Box with a Q on it. What a a coinky-dink. But anyway, that's good stuff. And then Biden getting trolled today in Boise, Idaho. So he's making a stop in some western states to, I don't know, virtue signal over fire management and whatnot. I don't know. But hundreds of people greeted him today in Boise. F. Joe Biden. These are the flags, man. I'm seeing these flags all over the place. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys have seen the chants at the sports games bunch of college football games people were chanting f joe biden heck there's even a rap song out now i think the artist his name is burden you can youtube it uh his name's burden is that that's what he goes by and f joe biden is in the name of the song it's a thing now man fjb hashtag it trend it <laughs> it's good it's great and what's glorious is that you can find so many tweets from the blue check marks where it wasn't a couple weeks ago, maybe a few months ago, definitely sometime during Trump's administration, where they were calling out people, or they, they were saying F Trump, excuse me, they were saying F Trump, making tweets about it, right? And then now, they're saying, why would anybody say F Joe Biden? That's just awfully disrespectful. Yeah, hypocrisy shining on everybody these days, right? So easy to find those tweets and make them look like contradicting fools. So there's that. Talking about elections as well. We got this recall race going on in California. And number one, first of all, we already have voting inconsistencies, regularities, election fraud, whatever you want to call it. Um, People finding out that they've already voted or they're being told they already voted when they definitely didn't already vote. We've got people getting multiple ballots already. Uh, 70% of the votes at this location have been shown as already casted when they were not. That was in Woodland Hills, California. Uh, Oh, there we go. Even local media there in California reporting that SoCal voters concerned after receiving multiple ballots. 
Yet I thought these sort of irregularities were a conspiracy theory. Most secure election ever, 2020, right? That's what they told us. So weird stuff going on in Cali. Weird stuff going on in Cali. Uh, And then also, speaking of that recall election, Larry Elder held a press conference over the weekend. Larry Elder probably being the main contender to replace Newsom if he wins, if there's not enough fraud to make him not win. But at his press conference over the weekend, Rose McGowan was there, and she gave some pretty powerful testimony. Pretty powerful testimony talking about how Newsom's wife was allegedly one of the people who was trying to shut her up and help Harvey Weinstein shut her up. And she was dropping some dropping some names in there. So go check it out. I shared a video, a clip of her testimony on my Telegram. I know Carly, shout out Carly, Midnight Rider. She was posting a lot of clips from the whole event. I think the whole event is on uh, her Telegram channel. So go find them there. And now moving on to COVID scam news. We've got Biden supposedly going to announce more mandate measures sometime within maybe the next week or so. Uh, The Surgeon General on Sunday, yesterday, said that he's going to announce new COVID-19 steps ahead of a UN meeting, which I think is taking place later this week sometime. So we might get even more mandates, folks, which I'm all for it. I'm all for it. You want to know why? Because it's going to piss people the hell off, and it's going to make them start speaking up about it, start waking up to the oppression that's going on right now. So (laughs) bring it. Bring it, Biden. Uh, Fauci here as well saying the things that we would completely expect Fauci to be saying. Uh, During some interview today, he mentioned that, number one, he is supportive of mandatory vaccine measures for air travel, and he is also supportive of mandatory vaccines for school children. So if there was one individual I would like to see publicly humiliated and arrested and, yeah, it would be. It would be this little lion Keebler elf Fauci, that bastard. Onward to the FDA, the Fraud and Death Administration. That's what they call it, right? We're being told that leaders and other scientists say that most people don't need vaccine boosters. And this was from a, quote, international group of experts, including people from the FDA and the World Health Organization, WHO, There was a letter published today in the Lancet Medical Journal. So this is coming from like the typical propaganda establishment centralized medical, like (laughs) the top of the the tip of the spear when it comes to centralized medicine. Uh, I guess they're changing face yet again, the FDA and WHO and all these folks. We don't need vaccine boosters now, yet some health officials around the world are calling for three boosters or four boosters or God, I don't know how many boosters they're going for, but as if we can get any more changing yet, they'll say it's the science that changes. It's the science that changes, right? So that's why we can't get our shit together. I don't know. I see some of you guys on DLive having problems, freezing and audio. I think that's DLive. I don't think that's me. 
OBS is telling me no drop frames on my end. So try refreshing. Try refreshing. Audio is fine for me as well. So yeah, yeah, it might be D live. Uh, anyway, let's move on here to the CDC. From the FDA to the CDC, the Centers for Disease Creation. That's what they call it, right? So we have the director of the CDC, Rochelle, saying today that the health agency is working quickly on a COVID-19 vaccine for children between the ages of 5 and 11. So they're coming. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. They're coming for them. And that's that's going to be another red red line, line in the sand, line that they don't want to cross. I mean, they're, they're going to push for FDA approval. We heard last week that Pfizer is going to try pushing for the approval, whatever the hell that means, right? Like, they approved the Pfizer shot, yet are there actually any vials that say community yet that are out there? I wonder what the vials say right now that people are getting. Are they still getting the EUA doses? So, like, those get used. Uh, it's such a weird kind of sticky gray area situation that we're in, right? Uh, anyway, Pfizer's going to push soon for approval, I think, 12 to 16. They're probably going to try to EUA for 5 and 11 age range and then come out with the approval. It's it's getting weird, guys. Yeah, not, not, nobody's kids. <laughs> Should be. You better go protect them. Protect them. Be causing a ruckus at your school board if they're going to try to do anything stupid with your kids there. The masks is already enough. The mask mandates for all our kids, that's that's already causing all kinds of problems. From developmental issues to emotional problems to social awkwardness. I mean, it's... Anyway. Plus, they got this nasty, dirty mask on their mouth all day, all day long. Poor kids. Poor kids. You better be out there fighting it. Uh, and then, speaking of the children, this is... this, And I say that because we have a pop star here that made a tweet, and she is huge with the younger generation. This is Nicki Minaj. She made a tweet today that said, My cousin in Trinidad... This was just two hours ago. My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen, which is one of the billions of side effects that these vaccines cause. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it. And make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. Ooh. Ugh, I can't stand Nicki Minaj. I think she is garbage, but oh, good Lord. This is already activating those mainstream media attack hyenas. They're already going for her. And this, we'll see. We'll see what happens. The fallout from this particular tweet. She's probably, I'm surprised it's still up, honestly. I'm surprised it's not deleted by now, but we're going to be seeing a lot of heat her way. And then she'll defend herself in the obnoxious Nicki Minaj way. But I want to see how the younger generation takes that, right? That's why the mainstream media blue check douchebags are chomping at the bit over this one. Trying to attack her for it and bully her. But hey. See what happens there. Next up, a couple more articles on the COVID nonsense, and we'll move through a few stories to finish up. We've got this right here. Caught on a hot mic, Israeli health minister says that their passport 
Their green pass is not based on epidemiology. Yes, he was caught on a hot mic. This is the video of it here. You can find it circulating around social media. He said, there's no medical or epidemiological justification for the COVID passport. It is only intended to pressure the unvaccinated to vaccinate. He said the quiet part out loud there. Whoops. Only intended to pressure the unvaccinated. There's no medical justification for the COVID passport. Oh, good gosh. I don't see really any mainstream media saying anything about that today. Do you? Do you? And let's finish up here with uh, this topic of COVID and an unfortunate, very unfortunate situation here. Veronica Walski. Did you, any of you guys know who that is? She was the lady that would stand on the bridge in Chicago almost every single day with giant signs. There's a video of her that they posted right there. She would stand on this bridge. She called it the People's Bridge with huge signs questioning COVID, supporting Trump, supporting Q, whatever the case. I mean, and she was out there a lot. She was a real nice lady. Uh, She even sent me like, 2,000 wristbands one time for free. She, she sent them to me for free, and I gave them out in all of my uh, conscious strength orders. She was that kind of lady, just sending me thousands of freaking wristbands. It was great. Apparently, she was in a hospital in the Chicago area over the weekend, and I'm not exactly sure why she was in the hospital. Of course, the fake news media is saying that she had COVID, but of course... Freaking anybody that goes into the hospital for anything. You could have the freaking sniffles. You could have a broken arm. You could have gotten a car wreck. And of course, they're going to say you had COVID and give you some bullshit test that comes up with a false positive and et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of questions there. Although apparently she was in the hospital. She wasn't feeling good. She wanted ivermectin. The doctors would not give her ivermectin. And I believe Lynn Wood even put a video out where he he was trying to call the hospital. He urged people to call the hospital. I think Sidney Powell urged people to call the hospital too. Uh, and here we have the fake news media as the drama queen over-exaggerating shitheads they are, they write that everybody was harassing the hospital. That's what everybody was doing, harassing the hospital. We even have this little shithead right here, Will Summer. Ugh. If, if there was one guy I would want to box, it would be Will Summer. Come on, man. Let's do it. For charity, right? For charity. Uh, Will Summer, news in QAnon world today. Veronica Walski, a COVID denier, known for hanging QAnon signs on bridges, died of COVID last night. QAnon believers, led by Lynn Wood, have been deluging the hospital with demands that she receive ivermectin. Cops were called last night amid bomb threats. Uh, Here's an article on the ivermectin harassment aimed at the hospital where Veronica was a patient. Like, these people are, you can't, you can't begin to choose which adjective to describe these people. Are they idiots? Are they assholes? Are they just sick in the head? Are they insane? Did these people just not have, did they not have mothers that loved them when they were children? Were their dads not there in their life? Were they were they bullied as kids? These these are the guys that were like bullied in high school, and then they grew up just to be 
arrogant bullies themselves. The 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 even a worse kind because they're doing it, you know, doing it through their personality. Yeah, all of the above, right? I'll choose that answer. Oh man. He's not the only one, right? We've got hordes and hordes of these these dweebs that do this kind of stuff. So anyway, uh, rest in peace, Veronica. Whatever happened to you, you were a great woman trying to get the truth out, and these are sick, sick people, right? That's why, man, here's the thing. Doctors work for you. You don't work for them, okay? So just we need to understand that right? As a society, they're here for us. I don't know. There's there's very few reasons why I would go to a doctor and, you know, I'm all for emergency medicine, but this whole preventative medicine thing, uh, it it becomes a very sticky situation, right? Healthcare, not really healthcare, sick care. So rest in peace, Veronica. You were, you were good, good people. Onward to the next subject, the FEC dismissing claims that Twitter violated election laws by blocking posts on Hunter Biden's laptop. Remember that scandal? That was almost a year ago now. How time flies. October 15th last year when the New York Post released that bombshell of the Hunter Biden laptop revelations. And that was the same day that myself and dozens of other people just got wiped off YouTube. We got wiped off Facebook and Twitter all of it as well. That was over that. Now remember, Twitter, Facebook, they were blocking posts about the Hunter Biden laptop claiming claiming it was like foreign propaganda in some cases or disinformation or just straight up lies. Turned out that the New York Post story was 100% truth. Yet, here we have the FEC saying here, look at this. The New York Times reported on it, of course saying that the reporting on Hunter Biden's laptop was unsubstantiated. Lies. Well, right here, the FEC determined that Twitter's actions in relations to the Hunter Biden article had been taken for a valid commercial reason and not a political purpose, thus were permissible, according to some document the New York Times got. It's always the New York Times that breaks these things, mind you. So always see where a lot of these stories come from. The first outlet that originally... Uh, broke it, and then you can gather why they broke it because they're all freaking friends with the same cabal wanting the same agendas out there. So the FEC said, I repeat, what Twitter did blocking all those posts was okay because it was a valid commercial reason. Explain that to me. Explain that to me. Which, I mean... If anything, blocking posts on Twitter loses them money. So what's the commercial reason? I don't understand. There, there is no commercial reason I could think of to block posts of Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> right? Right. The FEC. Garbage. Another garbage government agency. Uh, speaking of the New York Times as well, another so-called story that they supposedly broke. So... Check this. The claim is that Steve Bannon prepped Jeffrey Epstein for interviews he did many years ago. Uh, so that's the 
That's the reporting from the New York Times. And that claim is being written about by Michael Wolff. Let's just go to the New York Times article and check it out. So here's the article that was published. It was published like Saturday, I think. And it's an excerpt. It's a story about Michael Wolff and a new book. Now get this. Michael Wolff has written books before. One of them was called Fire and Fury that came out a few years ago, if you remember that one. Tons of claims were made about Trump in these freaking books. So many of them are absolute garbage. Just because someone writes a book doesn't mean it's true, right? And the main claim in this Michael Wolff book, which is likely bullshit, is that Steve Bannon was, I guess, coaching Jeffrey Epstein. You can understand why they would be targeting Bannon right now. Because Bannon's got his incredibly popular War Room broadcast where they're uh, breaking a lot of election fraud stories and, and a lot of things like that, right? So they're targeting Bannon most likely with a smear campaign right here. It's always with these freaking books, right? These freaking books. Uh, onward to our next story. Let's get into a little bit of crypto. Crypto's fun. It's a, it's a freaking roller coaster. <laughs> Crypto is. So check this out. This morning, a tweet was made actually by Litecoin, the cryptocurrency itself, on their official blue checkmark Twitter account. Litecoin tweeted that they got into a partnership with Walmart. Walmart was going to begin accepting Litecoin for purchases on October 1st. That was the claim. All crypto started spiking, spiking like crazy. I was sitting there watching the charts like, holy shit, what just happened? Things started cranking up. Uh, Litecoin went up 30% within like freaking half an hour. Bitcoin shot up two grand in the same time. Uh, Everything was going up. Then everything started crashing. And come to find out that this tweet, here's the tweet right here, Litecoin. Walmart announces major partnership with Litecoin. Then this tweet gets deleted, and we come to find out this was fake. It was, it was fake news. I don't know if it was an accident. I don't know if it was just a false start or whatever the case. Come to find out Walmart is in no major partnership, and then shit just tanked. <laughs> like, I, is this market manipulation? I don't know, uh, but a lot of people got wrecked over this, and yeah... Somebody somebody in the comments said Walmart should just issue their own gulag coin. Well, the way they hire so many illegal immigrants, maybe they need to come out with their own coin because they can't pay them through U.S. banks, right? <laughs> ah, jokes. Anyway, yeah, that uh, that happened. It's always a it's always a fun day. It's like the most crypto thing to happen in 2021, I guess. <laughs> Onward from that, let's talk about the the UFO stories. So, we got a couple of them, actually. Starting off here, apparently, another book. It's another freaking book. And this book is coming from Mr. UFO Gatekeeper of Disclosure himself, Lou Elizondo. Mr. Brand New, onto the scene, past few years, used to work at the Pentagon in the UFO ATIP program or whatever. Basically... I think of this guy as like James Clapper's bitch because if you didn't know, it was James Clapper who brought Lou Elizondo to the Pentagon in 2008, I guess, to work on that UFO program, the ATIP program. 
that the New York Times told us about four years ago. So this guy, I got so many questions about him, and I think there's so much more that him and his friends are not telling us. That's my own belief. I think that the whole of the UFO community is just getting swept up by these gatekeepers, all right? So this guy's coming out with a book. He's coming out with a book. And the company putting out his book is HarperCollins, which is funny because... Let me find it. Let me find it. I got to go back to Will Summers' Twitter account here. I didn't mean to didn't mean to delete it. Hold up. Hold up. Check this. Who else is getting a book for HarperCollins? Will Summer. His book's going to be about QAnon. <sighs> going to be going to be a solid piece, I'm sure. And uh, this guy, another book from HarperCollins. Seems to be a lot of lot of disinfo coming from HarperCollins. Just just want to say I wonder I wonder if any of these uh like former FBI agents or like Obama or Clinton or any of them. I wonder if their books are coming out of HarperCollins. Be an interesting uh, research project. But anyway, uh, Mr. Elizondo here is uh, going to talk about, I guess, shocking details that implicate, uh, that include profound implications for humanity. Wow. And then it's like all these articles are just the same garbage repeated over and over again. Uh, anyway, there's that. And then also we get this article from an outlet called the debrief. Now, mind you, again, there's a lot of gatekeepers that are like coming out of nowhere, getting set up, getting all this press. This outlet is another one of them. You got to watch out for the debrief if you're into UFOs. So this media startup, the debrief was started by vice reporters. It was co-founded by a vice reporter and it was a vice reporter who's actually written some hit pieces about me before, but, uh, his name's MJ, MJ Benias. So all you're going to get from this website is just limited hangout garbage. But they're claiming Congress is calling for a permanent office to address the unidentified aerial phenomena, the UFOs. You're probably going to see this article more, or this story at least more in the media get reported around over the next couple of days. And like I've been saying, guys, we're going to get a lot of stories about UFOs over the next few months. You know, it's it's not that hard really to see how their propaganda operates. They like they hop from subject to subject, ring it dry for a minute. Like they'll go climate change. You'll see a couple of days of climate change news. Then they'll jump over to something having to do with COVID. Then you might get some like Trump hit pieces being the top story for a couple of days. And then they just go through they go through this, I don't know, wheel of stories. It's maybe they just like close their eyes and draw it out of a hat. Be like, okay, what kind of propaganda are we going to put out today? Uh, oh, some UFO bullshit or some hit pieces about Q or whatever the case, right? So got to be wary, weary, wary. I always get those mixed up. Wary, weary, wary, wary. That's the one. Be wary for their propaganda in the media over the next few months. So I Guess that's the last one, guys. That's my last article here. I didn't realize that was it. So uh, thank you all for hanging out with me here. All you guys joining live, much appreciated. Uh, 4 p.m. Wednesday, 4 p.m. Friday. I also got a lot of good videos coming this week. I've got some interviews with, uh, I don't want to drop the names here, but I got some interviews coming out on my Conspiracy Analytica channels. I'll also have some videos coming out on my Conscious Strength channels. And then I also want to tell you guys about the Zoom calls that I do. I do bi-monthly. I usually do them like two or three times a month. 
exclusive Zoom calls for anybody subscribed to my jordansather.tv website, my Substack, or my Subscribestar page. So if you're subscribed to any of those accounts, you get access to these Zoom calls, you get a, a discount code to my Conscious Strength Supplement brand too, and then a couple other perks as well. So please go support me through one of those means if you enjoy this content, want me to keep doing it for you guys. Uh, if not, that's okay. Hey, gonna be plenty of free stuff for you to enjoy too. That is a-okay. Uh, give this channel a subscri uh, subscribe, click that button, wherever you're watching this on, the replay, whether it's BitChute Rumble, Odyssey, or Gab TV. Go find me on Telegram. That's my main, um, pretty much the only social media I'm on anymore. I have an Instagram account. I kind of can't stand Instagram these days. And also Gab's been giving me some problems, but I do post on Gab regularly. It's just glitchy sometimes. So go find me there. Go find me on those, uh, support me through those platforms, jordansather.com, and I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Take care, everybody.